To Heal DC. This is Joni, and I'm extremely excited about our show for you today. Today is the first Monday of Black History Month and the first uh, day, Monday, for our winter pledge drive. Before I begin, I want to thank everybody who came out on Saturday to uh, Chuck Hicks. This Black History Month kickoff, we had a great turnout, about 200 folks. Tom Porter gave a riveting speech, and uh, Chuck's taking the day off, get some rest. We have an exciting, wonderful Shiro uh, with you, with us for the hour. Uh, none other than Mumu Fresh, who, or also known as Mumai. Help me out. Help me out, Damien. Damien's going to be here with me for the hour. <laughs> uh, Mumu Fresh. Good. Thank you. How you feeling? I'm so Man, excited to have Joey. you. Blessing. And and uh, listeners, for those of you who don't know Mumu Fresh, keep your ears to the radio. It's it, I am so excited about her. She is going to be covering. Uh, first of all, let me say she is uh, from the DMV, born in Baltimore, spent her teenage years and beyond uh, right here in Washington D.C. She is now travels all around the world and has performed with all kinds of uh, wonderful folks, including Common, Erica Badu, The Roots, Sting, Dave Chappelle, uh, and many, many others. Uh, so we're really delighted that she could be with us today. And in a moment, we're going to hear one of the inspirations to, for having her on uh, this morning. We're going to be listening to hopefully five different songs that she's written. All of these songs relate to what we do here on this show to Heal DC and what we do in WPFW. The first one deals with Gaza, but we're also going to be de- talking, listening to a song about police violence, the climate emergency, uh, the poisoning of our food, and we're going to end with Harry Tubman and reaching out for the North Star. All beautiful, beautiful uh, pieces sung by Mumu Fresh. And we're going to welcome her in a moment. But first, let's hear a little bit. Oh, l- let me let me remember. Today is the pledge drive. We have a goal of six hundred and fifty dollars today. Uh, you can go to your phones right now and make a pledge. Two zero two five eight eight nine seven three nine two zero two five eight eight nine seven three nine you can also uh, pledge online wpfwfm.org and we'll give out the cash app a little later but before we uh, bring mumu fresh on let's hear a little bit of this powerful song about gaza powerful song that is uh, Mumu Fresh. We want to thank you for that that song and um, maybe you could tell us a little bit about when you wrote that and how you were feeling how it's been to share that song and then we're going to step back after you share that and you can share more about 
who you are. But um, such mm-hmm. a powerful song for now. Thank you. Um, I was on Instagram, you know, watching what's happening in Gaza, the unfolding genocide and humanitarian crisis. And I was just thinking to myself, I was like, I, I can't sleep. Like I, I see, I've never watched, I've never watched a genocide unfold in front of my own eyes. I've never seen mutilated body parts. I've never, I've never seen that. I've never witnessed, you know, children having body parts amputated with no anesthesia and, and white phosphorus burns. Like I, I just never ever fathomed what that could be like. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And so it was on my mind, like that was the most, I was sitting on the floor, you know, watching Instagram and I just, I heard that um, Gaza, Gaza, the whole day through, because that's what it's really like. That is like it's behind whatever I'm doing during the day. There is always I'm always aware, you know, and and feeling, you know, connected to what's happening there, and just you know, just heartbroken about it. Absolutely, and that's why the song is so meaningful and powerful to so many of us who who feel the same way sometimes we feel alone thinking about all these children being killed it's now up to 27,300 people have been killed since October 7th many of them women and children and it just seems to be going on and on and on very heartbreaking uh we'll talk more about the song but we also want to kind of introduce you a little better. And um, I understand that your name has uh, some beautiful meanings. Tell, tell us about the meaning of your name. Of, of Maimuna? Of my, yes. My first name? Okay. Well, in different countries, it means different things. But um, throughout West Africa and North Africa, and uh, specifically in Muslim countries, it can mean kind-hearted. It can mean... Um, one who is protected by the divine. Um, it can mean lucky. Um, yeah. So those are and some auspicious. Of the yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely describes you. And uh, I know Damien uh, already knows you. And Damien, you can jump in whenever you like with a question. Uh, I understand that your your mother and, and Damien shared this, and I also heard that your mother has had, a, of course, a great uh, influence on you. And uh, your your mother played with our own. I'm saying our own brother Ah, whose oh yeah uh, spirit is always with us here. Absolutely, I've known brother Ah my whole life. I've, wow. I've, <laughs> you know, as a child, I sat in his living room while they had rehearsals, and then as an adult, I played with him. Um, with him and Baba Nantambo. So he's like a second father to me. So Wow. And, and he's definitely... him always in this realm and in the next. Absolutely. And, and likewise, uh, I was very close to Brother as Wells. And he's definitely part of our WPFW family and always will be. Um, anything else you want to share about about your, your mom and, and how she's influencing you? Yeah. These oh, days. Yeah. So my, my mother's a singer, you know, um, activist, <laughs> uh, water pourer, a healer, you know, um, she's been very active my whole life to protect and um, teach the culture, uh, Afro-Indigenous cultural practices. Um, we were homeschooled. I ended up homeschooling my, my son. My, my mom's probably definitely the single most influential person in my life, in my consciousness. I mean, she's the reason I'm an activist and that I'm um, as socially conscious as I am because um, that was a part of our homeschooling. You know, our homes, we were very much radicalized. You know, we, I, some of my classes, I studied with Ivan Van Sertema and with Jewel mm. Pukram and, you know, Blacks in Science. They That that was a part of our, like, childhood curriculum, you know, um, like, so that, that, was, that was normal for me. I, I didn't honestly learn, like, I didn't learn who who George Washington was until I, w- I went to public school in like <laughs> grade, you know. But I could tell you who Tecumse was and who Sitting Bull was and who Patrice <laughs> was, you know, who Mary McCobbethune. You know, I, I could tell you all of those things. But uh, but so our upbringing was very different. She she felt like it was important to center herself first 
before you learn about other people, know who you are and have that be your reference point for how you view and interact with life, you know? And it absolutely shaped who, who I became. It shaped how my music showed up in the world. So um, I always paid tribute and homage to my mother because she she is a woman, you know, born in the 1940s with a Hopi Indian name. And, you know, she traversed this world being a sovereign nation during a time when that wasn't it allowed. It was like the audacity of you to think something of yourself, you know, and something of who you came from. And um, she was a black history major in college. And she just mm. always was that person before it was popular. You know, like we before there was a natural hair movement in our home, there was mm -hmm. no straightening of hair, period. <laughs> you were going to love yourself <laughs> in all the ways you came no matter what, you know. So I pay homage to her for that. Yes, and we can feel her spirit uh, in you and in the music that that you sing. And I, I know, Damien, you, you had shared a question you wanted to ask about uh, Moomoo Fresh writing writing the song and uh, the, the song we just heard. At, um, Ramona, it's amazing to have you on today. One of, one of the questions I know, taking a large um, step to speak out against... Um, in support of Palestine. What is something that you think that you can share with the audience, other musicians and utilizing their platform and encouraging them to utilize their platform to speak out on this topic and how important it is that musicians get involved um, in this topic um, also. And maybe some of the challenges with that as well. <laughs> well, yeah, I get it. It's, um, I don't know. I feel like everybody has to kind of know what they're standing on, what their purpose is, why they're here, why they're making music. Um, I think a lot of artists are scared out of standing up for justice in general, not just justice in Palestine, justice here and here in the United States. I, so many artists are afraid to say anything. They're constantly in a straitjacket and their um, platforms are absolutely being co-opted and um, manipulated by the larger system by their need for for income or i mean everyone has a need for income but i would say for their belief that their income comes from someone else besides god their belief mm -hmm. that someone else can stop their bag um and so it puts them in in a muzzle and it does not allow them to truly be free and and to be creative in the way that creatives were, were meant to be and i, I think it, it destroys the whole ecosystem of art because art was meant to be authentic, to be a true reflection of the, the feelings and the values of the people. But we know that for some time now, it has not been like that because artists are afraid they're having to choose between their livelihood and their integrity. I mean, this has been going on for a long, long time and it doesn't stop here. This is just another example of how our humanity is, is constantly um, being held hostage you know, and uh, it, it's, it's really unfortunate. And, and I hope to see the true independent movement be able to give more freedom to artists. And I say true independent movement because independence has also been co-opted. There is an illusion of independence that is not truly independent. It's like the difference between sharecropping and slavery. You think you're mm -hmm. working for yourself as a sharecropper, but you're still a slave. And so you see that also present in the music industry. And so these artists don't have, they, um, you know, they're not free enough to be able to, to truly speak what God is putting on their hearts. And I think people should only speak what God is putting on their hearts because people will reach out to me and say, hey, you know, take post this or have this perspective. And I'm like, da, 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 da. no, thank you. I do what God told me to do. I don't mm -hmm. do what humans tell me to do it. I do it when God say do it, not when you tell me to do it, you know? Um, so so I think that's, that's what I would say to artists is work to put yourself in a position spiritually where no weapons can be formed against you. Put yourself in a position spiritually where you can do God's work and you can speak truth to power in a way that's authentic for you um, without the fear that, that someone else has more control over your destiny than God has. Absolutely. And that's, that, that lesson is true. Those words are true for all of us because in this system, unfortunately, that we live in, uh, it, it oppresses everybody uh, unless you're in the 1% of the wealthy. But uh, as your songs, as we're going to hear your songs, goes walks us through or takes us with our ears and our heart through some of the other oppressions uh, beyond the war. Uh, and in a moment, we're going to be talk listening to some of your song about a police murder. But before we go there, uh, I think we're going to have one or two minutes to encourage people to make a pledge. Uh, again, this is our first Monday 
of the Winter Pledge Drive. And uh, WPFW is not brought to you by the war industry. Uh, It's not brought to you by the pharmaceutical industry who poisons us as well. It's not brought for you from the Monsantos. We're going to hopefully hear one of of Moomoo Fresh's songs about food and how our food is poisoning. So so we're not, this radio station exists only because of you, the listeners. And we have a very special, special guest here with us today, part of our community, somebody who is speaking out and singing out for justice and for peace in the world. And we want you to support us and and her and this radio station uh 202-588-9739 or uh, you can go to the website wpfwfm.org and uh, scroll down to to heal dc and make the pledge uh or i think we're still doing cash app right mikey we can go to um dollar sign uh cash app and uh, dollar sign WPFW. Yeah, <laughs> I've done it many times myself. I've donated uh, to PFW on Cash App. So dollar sign WPFW. Uh, put your name in if down there too, as well as the show you're donating uh, to, and that'll help us greatly. And maybe Mikey or someone will help me know if we do get any pledges. Mikey's going to help us. Uh, and um, in a moment, well, let's let's. Oh, no cash up, folks. No cash up. So just the old-fashioned way with the telephone. Telephone and the Internet. And, uh, again, we we have a goal of $650. We know uh, we can make it. We have a lot of people who listen. I'm always amazed how many people stop me in the street and and listen to the show. So we need to have your support now because we are a little radio station that could and we're going to be celebrating our 47th birthday at the end of the month. So we need your support now more than ever. And with this, uh, I, I say we're in a frightening year this year, uh, 2024. Who knows what's what's going to happen? But that's why we need to remain strong. This radio station uh, needs to be strong as part of the Pacifica Foundation. And we are unique. We're unique in the area. So... Um, uh, let's let's move on and maybe um Mikey you can help me to call we're going to be hearing from as we we're going to play this part of this next song from Mumu Fresh that speaks of police murder and of course uh many of us many of the listeners out there have experienced someone that there's close that they are close to who has been murdered by the police I myself had have a good friend whose son was murdered last year and uh, of course we know it's all too common Uh, and after we hear a little bit of this song we're going to be hearing from a representative from Harriet's Wildest Dreams Frankie and Harriet's Wildest Dreams has been very active on many issues including the issue of police violence and uh, protecting the community out there and tomorrow there's going to be a very important hearing in the city council around the crime bill. There's a lot of concern that the crime bill is not going to do anything to stop crime. So hopefully we'll be hearing from uh, from uh, Frankie in a moment. But let's hear some of, the, of Mumu Fresh's song. If I should die Such a powerful uh, 
song. And again, we thank Moo Moo Fresh. And we want to welcome Frankie uh, to join us. Frankie from Harry's Wildest Dreams. Good morning, Frankie. Good morning, Joni. Good good morning, everybody else on the call this morning. I'm happy to be here. And we're happy you're here. Tell us for people who don't know about Harry's Wildest Dreams and also a little bit about what you've been doing around police violence. And then, of course, uh, talk about the city council session tomorrow. But first, tell us about Harriet. (laughs) So Harriet's Wildest Dreams is a black abolitionist community defense hub. Um, And we do our work basically through three different pillars. We do legal defense, um, which is our court watch program where we watch um, the courts on a weekly basis to hold judicial actors accountable. Um, we also have our community defense pillar. And when you think think community, when you think community community defense, I want you to think mass protests. I want you to think mutual aid. Um, we are actually in a rapid response situation currently. Uh, we have a press conference tomorrow for a community member who was killed by police in PG. Um, and so and say say that person's name yes I will have to pull up this, <laughs> this is very new it just came through last night mm. so I'll have to pull up the information and we'll come back and give you all of all of the de- all of the details um but yes our community defense is our rapid response pillar um and then we have our political defense pillar which is uh our policy and our political education, which everything under that we're doing, pushing a back against this crime bill, this omnibus legislation, which is a hodgepodge of different bills that council, the mayor introduced um, throughout last year. They've thrown all those things together, Joni, and put them in this one big bill package. Um, And it's with intention that they did that, right? 93 pages of legislation is really difficult to to sift through to understand what is in there, um, but it contains some very harmful provisions. So that's a little bit about what okay. Harriet does. And Frankie, um, I'm sorry, could you just share maybe two or three problems with the crime bill? There have been other shows, and Roach Brown will be talking about this tomorrow at, uh, as well, but tell us... It, a few of the really uh, very concerning and troubling things that are in this crime bill. Absolutely, Joni. So, you know, at the end of last year, around the fall, we were uh, fighting against the expansion of pretrial detention. When someone is detained pretrial, that means they have not been convicted of anything. Um, They've not had their day in court. And yet they are um, set to languish in the D.C. jail, which, you know, has its own history of um, death and violence. And um, just over the last two two years, about a dozen co- about a dozen community members have lost their lives at D.C. jail. And so what this bill sets to do is to expand uh, folks being locked up before they've even had their day in court. Um, and this is just it's it's bad practice all around because it exacerbates the cycles of harm. Right. If if we want to get to the true root of and and cause of harm in our city, we cannot do that through mass incarceration. We cannot incarcerate our way out of economic crisis. Um, and that's exactly what this bill sets to do. So that's one of the harmful pres- the harmful pro- provisions. And there's also this expansion of surveillance. Um, the police will be able to deem any area in D.C. as a drug-free zone for five days. Um, And that means if there are gatherings of two people or more, they can say, oh, we think criminal or drug activity is happening here. Um, And we look when when we look at drug use, we know that it's more successful when it's looked at from a public health lens, not from a place of punitive measures. Um, And so they are ramping up surveillance at the same time, trying to draw back or muddle police transparency. Um, And so this bill also (laughs) makes it so police are able to look at their body cam footage before writing statements. Mm. Um, We know police lie. And so it gives them the advantage to create the narrative of what happened at specific specific occurrences 
Um, and all around, Joni, this bill just has so many different provisions that will infringe on not 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 only some of our constitutional rights, but will fuel mass incarceration. Mm -hmm. D.C. is already a city of have and have nots. And again, so many people are in economic crisis right now. And the most revolutionary thing that the council can think of, that the mayor mm -hmm. can think of, is to continue to criminalize our communities. They have to begin to legislate based on facts and not feelings, based on um, what what are the root causes of how we got here in the first place. Um, and instead, what they're doing is trying to give specific communities, people who don't look like us, um, this mm -hmm. illusion of safety, right? Um, and not not exactly what is actually going to deter harm um, and and solve the the real issues of harm that are happening in our in our DC yes. city and in our communities. And Frankie, we're gonna uh, you're gonna be on again to talk about this more. But right now, tomorrow is the city council hearing. What do you suggest uh, listeners do who are who are concerned i th I think you want people to contact the city council or come out tomorrow yes um so last week we did a full um five day call in where folks called their mm. called their council members we did walk arounds we've had our meetings with legislators but tomorrow in person we're going to be at the wilson building at 11 30 a.m there will be a let a a legislative meeting um, where they will cast the first vote on this omnibus legislation. And it's really important that we show up as constituents of Washington, D.C., and let them know face-to-face -face in person. Also, what I'd like people to know that because it is a vote tomorrow, there there's not necessarily a time for public input. However, when we show up, and we show up together with the power of the people and let it be known that, you know, this is not something that we we agree with this is something that we know will not make make our make our city mm -hmm. safer um it can definitely change outcomes so, and there's an opportunity between the first vote and the second vote to have some of the most harmful the most harmful parts of this bill stricken from it and the um, second and vote is going to be the second vote will be either two weeks later okay. um, or three weeks later okay, but it's so not okay. set on the on the calendar yes. yet so if folks want to stay up to date with what's going on, you can follow us at Harriet Streams on all platforms. We're on Twitter, we're on, we're, we're on Instagram, and also visit our website at HarrietStreams.org. Okay, and I know you're also working to encourage listeners who are opposed to the slaughter and genocide in Gaza to contact the city council, to contact Phil Mendelssohn, Absolutely. Over 40 other cities around the country, including Chicago. Uh, shout out, maybe. <laughs> maybe yeah, shout Mama, out Chicago. Uh, maybe Mumu Fresh there. can write a song about Chicago, the 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 city that a big biggest city so far that has voted for ceasefire. Yes. And, and and the mayor and this and their council members and and apparently they have the largest numbers of Palestinians in the country. So, uh, uh, Frankie, I'm I'm very happy you could join us. And before we're gonna in a moment go into another powerful song uh, with Mumu Fresh talking about another emergency we're in uh but mumia did you uh, mumu did you have any comment about this uh issue that we're talking about no i'm just i'm i'm just listening and i'm uh, excited that there's work being done uh around this you know i i hear so much negative conversation about the youth you know i have i'm the mother of a 17 year old a uh, boy and and i get it you know that um I, I just hear so many negative things about what the youth are doing. And there's a lot going on in the city. You know, it really is. There's a lot of crime going on. Mm -hmm. But you it's, you really can't start talking about crime without talking about the way the economy is right now. Like, it's bad, 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 mm -hmm. you know. And um, and the youth need to be supportive. And there need to be more programs. There needs to be more funding instead of... Exactly. They, the youth have to fit, find ways to be able to legally make money. You can't you can't just starve people and then to say don't do crime because all of the crime is basically from what I've been seeing 
they are, are crimes that have to do with e- economic disparity. Absolutely. Crimes, crimes of poverty. And and we live in one of the most expensive cities to live in in the country. Yes. You know, it's, it's bad for a lot, a lot of people. Absolutely. And we got to address th- that. This is a, a, a topic we talk about a lot. And we'll uh, probably towards the end of the month, we'll have some young people coming on and hopefully with Tyrone Parker and some of the other activists. But there are there are people organizing and trying to make a difference. But we all need to stand up and speak out when the city council uh, is doing these things. And as we've been saying for decades, D.C. has the highest amount of incarcerated people, not only in the country. We, we've Over the years, it's always been the world. Way mm-hmm. too many people are incarcerated. But... Um, Frankie, I'm hoping you can stay on with us because at the end of the program, we're going to play another beautiful song that Mumu Fresh wrote or added to about Harriet Tubman following the North Star. And we can't we won't be able to play the whole thing, but she does actually speak directly to young people at the end of that powerful song. Um, Absolutely. Um, Tony, I just wanted to add on. I have a 14-year-old myself, so I definitely feel you, Mumu. Um, and part of this legislation, what it does is for some of the ma- the mandatory minimums, it makes it so snack- snatching someone's car keys, you'll get more time incarcerated than actually committing murder. Um, and so what? when we hmm. think about the youth and we think about influence and peer pressure and things like that, imagine our 14-year-old or our or hmm. our our 17 year old just being out with their friends getting or or just just sitting in that car or they've never been justice impacted at all what what these bills would do is saying because of the proximity to those other folks now you have to spend this amount of time in jail and there's nothing else that can be done about it and so um it's harmful to our youth it's harmful to adults it's harmful on so many levels and we can hold the nuance that there is harm happening in our communities, but this bill does not actually address the root cause of, of that. Of course So not. we have to do something, but it's not this. Yes, and that's why we need to speak out, just like we need to speak out against this genocide. And Frankie, I'm, I'm hating to cut you off, but what we're doing this morning is giving listeners uh, a whole picture of the be- powerful protest songs, freedom songs that uh, Mumu Fresh has written. And um, we're going to move now, uh, but let's, uh, we still need to encourage people to make a pledge, 202-588-9739 or uh, 202-588-9739. It looks like we haven't gotten any pledges yet, but I'll tell you, I've been on the air for a long time. This is one of my most exciting hours with this wonderful freedom fighter uh Mumu fresh so no pledges folks uh, but we're gonna katia's gonna be coming on in a moment she said uh so unless katia you want to jump out out now she said she'd jump on at ten forty. um let's let's hear the uh the other song that that we're going to play now, and again, we're just going to play snippets of these songs. Uh, this is one time I wish we had two hours, but this song is called State of Emergency. And when we think of this, we, we hear about the climate crisis, but it just seems to go. It, it's We're not doing enough about it. We know that there's these horrific storms today in, in Los Angeles. So let's hear a little bit of what Mumu Fresh has to say about this state of emergency that we're facing. Cause we can lose focus, feel 
heat in the crowd, causing fire and drought. All of this calamity for corporate greed, are we willing to die? We losing votes, this ain't a host. Try to control and it needs to be free. Wow, what a song, State of Emergency. Mumu Fresh, tell us, tell us about that song. I mean, it, it's, you know, we hear cl- climate crisis, but that kind of is getting old, those words. But the emergency we're in, and, and we so appreciate, we here at WPFW, that you talk about the lies um, that we hear all the time. Very little. In fact, it's, things are getting worse, uh, as they are in many other arenas. The climate crisis is getting worse. So we're, we we thank you, Mumu Fresh, for writing this song. Thank you. I mean, and, and I wanted to really speak to, to us, right, people of color, who sometimes look at climate crisis as like it's like a white issue, you know? Um, and, and maybe not at the forefront because we have so many other pressing issues in our community. We don't, we don't always look at climate crisis like it is one of our predominant issues that we have to focus on, not just in the political arena in terms of reaching out to your representatives, but also in your personal life. How are you walking on the earth and, and how much uh, of a carbon imprint are you making? Because there's going to get a point very soon in our lifetimes where we will not have the opportunity to turn back the hands of time and the earth will go on without us. You know what I mean? She'll restore herself after we're gone. And um, we take things like breathing clean air absolutely for granted and having clean water for granted until we don't have it. And then nothing will be more important than how can I get a just a sip of, of clean air <laughs> to mm-hmm. breathe, you know? And so I want us to, you know, start thinking about that, especially, you know, as indigenous people to the land, it is our responsibility to care for the earth and not to allow. It's like when someone comes in your house, they may not know how to treat your home, but you have to set the ground rules and you also have to set boundaries and put people out your house when they don't treat your house well. And so I I want us to start to look at the earth as, as ours, as our mother, something that it is our responsibility to protect, not just from other people, but to also protect from our own habits. We have learned through this industrial revolution, we have learned to, um, to, to be separate from the earth and not to view the earth as, as, as something that we are in, in um, we have the charge to care for. And so it's, it's to be reflective of our own actions and, and activities, the way we walk on the earth, um, our own Im- impact, and then also to, to take it seriously on a, on a political level, because unfortunately, you know, for our children, they may not have some of the basic liberties of clean water that we, we had. Absolutely. And, of course, uh, Fresh, you know that, and we know that all these issues are interconnected. Yes, we have a responsibility, but but really, when it comes to this climate emergency, as it comes to this genocide and police violence, it's the system. It's the st- system that is perpetuating this, and we don't get the information of how what we vaguely have been hearing what these bombs are doing. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> In terms of the environment, uh, and and we we hear about people who live in in certain places, uh, for example, in Louisiana and certain areas in the South that are just the cancer rates are so high because again, because of these climate issues. So yeah. yes, we have a responsibility, but I would say, Mumu Fresh, our number one responsibility is to help build a movement to stop because this is another form. I hate to say it, but it's another form of genocide. The, the, the rates, our health in this country is not getting better. It's getting it's worse. And they're, they're projecting cancer to be way more rampant in the next 20 years than it even is now. But, mm-hmm. you know, we, yeah, we have to do the research and find out who, who, who are these companies, how we can boycott them, how we can work together to, because you know, that's all they listen to is money. In this capitalist country, the only thing that matters is money. It's not life at all. 
So that is, you know, that has to be the target. But, you know, boycotting takes discipline from us. That's right. You know, it takes a, a, a real amount of commitment and, and discipline um, to stay on it. And, and for the things that we may have to sacrifice in order to push the needle and force their hand, you know. Absolutely. And it not only takes discipline and we we learn and we talk about things like the Montgomery bus boycott, which lasted th- for 381 days. It, it was disciplined, but it was a movement, uh, an organized movement with ministers and everyday people getting involved in deciding how to most effectively boycott those buses. <laughs> and uh, hopefully Katia's on with me now. We, we, uh, we need a movement. And WPFW is very much a part of movement building because we encourage people, we educate people, inspire people, hopefully, to jump out there in those streets, to write letters and postcards to your city council, to be involved in a movement to change this world. And that's why we're asking you to make a pledge, 202-588-9739. I think we have zero pledges so far. Is that right, Mikey? <laughs> Actually, Joni, uh-huh. that is not correct. You okay. do have some pledges. Great. I want to say good morning to everyone. And um, we want to thank Marsha Lilly. She says, keep up the great work, <laughs> and- uh, Thomas and his Sonny. And then um, Anonymous out of D.C. also, thank you for your pledge of support. And both of these folks went online to WPFWFM.org to make that pledge of support. We do still need $528 this hour, and uh, we have 19 minutes to do it before the top of the hour. So please support the good work of uh, Joni Eisenberg on To Heal DC, and of course, Damien here um, helping her this morning and the incredible work of both uh, Mamuna Youssef as well as Frankie from Harriet's Wildest Dreams. Uh, your organization also does great work. This is indeed what WPFW is about. And what is lovely is to see really the intersectionality of all these issues that are being lifted up this morning from Palestine to police killing here to the social justice issue of the environment uh, through song weaving weaving that web through song so you can see that it's all interconnected and wpfw is certainly part of the resistance listening to wpfw um we educate we agitate we try to organize and you can do your part now by supporting joni eisenberg because that is what she does every week she supports the community she supports us by providing us with the information that we need to move in certain kind of ways kinds of ways and so the number to call 800-222-9739, or you can go online as these other two donors did at WPFWFM.org, $528 to go, folks. This is not a heavy lift. There are many of you that have done well in our listening community and want to do something great. Support that which supports you. We're almost to 47 years of resistance through radio starting um, in 1977. So we need you now as Donny Hathaway would say, and we ask you to go to the phone, 800-222-9739. Or again, you can go online to WPFWFM.org, um, $528 to go. And Joni, if I could say one more thing, remind folks that for those of you that can afford, that have disposable income, that can afford to support this radio program, there are many others that cannot. Poverty is real. You heard um, Mamuna and Frankie talk about it and Joni talk about it a little earlier in the segment. So many people are suffering financially and in other ways. So won't you do your part, not just for yourself, but for the community, whether we're talking local, regional, national, or global. We are one family and we will perish or rise up together. 800-222-9739 or WPFWFM.org, $528 to go. Joni? And, of course, we you can also do a, be a sustainer. You can, um, oh, yes. um, when Chuck calls it, put it on layaway, layaway. Make a pledge of, of 10 or $15 a month uh, and make it for a year, and, and that'll help us out quite a bit. That'll be over a hundred dollars that you're you're donating, so uh, I know that some of you may not be able to afford a whole chunk like that at once, but you can definitely uh, go 
either to the phones or the website and make a sustaining pledge, and that'll help us out a great deal. And um, and again, we are so excited to have uh, Muma Fresh with us for the hour. She is really she represents what we're all about. And uh, if if <laughs> if we had our own Grammys here at WPFW, I, I would I would nominate uh, Muma Fresh to get the number one uh, best activist music beautiful sister <laughs> award i didn't watch the grammys but i i heard stevie wonder was on that made me me happy but uh what do you think atia we could we could have a grammy awards and um nominate <laughs> Moo fresh to be the wpfw winner of the year <laughs> um and we're going to jump, I know we're jumping around to all these different issues, but they are interconnected. Before we keep on uh, talking, we're going to hear one minute of another amazing song that Moo Fresh did a while back, and it has to do with our food. This is an ode to Monsanto and other genetically engineered and processed foods. We don't appreciate it. Monsanto without shooting and I want you to know Monsanto see we know the truth about GMO and we want you to go Monsanto see we trusted you with our fruits and vegetables you said FDA approval you lied see you pay them off and we won't be pacified or digest your mutated Frankenstein products this time Cause the bottom line is we don't want We don't want cancer Wow <laughs> Oh man, that's funny. I forgot about that. Yes, you 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 wrote that song a while back. But again, that song represents so much of what we talk about on this show and on the station. Uh, we know about the horrific genocide in in Gaza. At least some of us know, but we don't really. It's not really explained to us that they're 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 poisoning the food. And uh, we um, back when my friend Brother Bay was with us, we talked about Monsanto all the time. But we haven't talked about Monsanto lately. But again, it's the system of food uh, that is uh, shortening our lives, and, and that's for sure. And again, it's it's supported by the capitalist system. You, you walk into some of these stores, I walk into a CVS, and it's almost like, to me, it's like a nightmare. All you see is rows and rows and rows of sugar, candy. That's it. And uh, things that are that are poisoning us. So thank you for that song. Refresh. <laughs> we're. I hate to say we're almost out of time, and uh, I'm hoping. I'm hoping that sometime we'll in the future we'll have a way that the community can gather together uh, with you, uh, maybe with a PFW event or something else. But um, you are very much a part of the community, and we're we're very proud of you. So we have. Um, just well, we do have three or four minutes left, and Damien, if you want to jump in, or I don't know if Frankie's still on, um, for a final comments before we go out with uh, this beautiful version of the North Star. Um, but what else would you like to to share, Mumu Fresh, with us about the world oh. or anything? Well, I think I was I was thinking about the the interconnectedness of of so many of the issues, right? Um, I was thinking about police brutality in Cop City, the training ground in Atlanta mm -hmm. um, that a lot of activists are, are fighting to not have built. A lot of um, climate activists also wanting for that not to be built because they'll have to tear down so many hundreds and hundreds of trees in order to make that happen. Um, and they're already dealing with so much air pollution because of the traffic, as well as the um, IDF, from Israel are training American police mm -hmm. officers on how to better deal with us. Mm -hmm. uh, all mm -hmm. that's problematic, you know, all, and it's all related. You know, these are not isolated events. 
when I was out in, in Standing Rock and we were protesting against the pipeline, I was trying to show people the connectedness. It's not a Native American issue. Water is everyone issue. Water travels around the whole planet. Um, and we have to stop the drilling. And uh, us ourselves, we have to get away from um, products that are fossil fuel made. We have to drain them dry until they have no more customers to buy their products. Um, so just all, all of these things are connected. The Congo, you know, I hear a lot of a lot of Black people sometimes, I don't want to say a lot, but there are enough online mm -hmm. who are saying, why are we so worried about Palestine? Why don't we worry, focus on Congo? We absolutely have to focus on Congo. And that ties us into the back to the climate crisis, right? There's, first of all, the, the forests in, in, in Congo, if taken care of, can help reduce carbon emissions. And then we're looking at the electric vehicles and all of the technology for our phones being stolen out of the Congo, the children there, the whole reason they're being murdered and enslaved and raped has to do with getting these natural resources for our phones. The Congolese president is, is talking with the Israeli prime minister about forcibly um, displacing Palestinians into Congo in the middle of that genocide and, and in the mining of, of those um, natural resources. It is absolutely all connected. Like all of these things, there, there's a tie-in. You ever seen that movie Crash, how all these people's mm -hmm. lives are intrinsically connected? That is how it is. And if we ever start to feel like, well, that's their issue and not our issue, we're, we're wrong. We're all the way off the path. And if you don't get that, there will come a time when you will get that because it, it's going to come to your door because this stuff is less than six degrees of separation. It's like maybe two degrees of separation. Absolutely. absolutely. Most of the issues that we're dealing with. And when you deal with one, you will impact the other, negatively or positively. You know, we all want to, uh, uh, we want to go green, but at what cost? We have to figure out how do you go green sustainably and ethically. You can't murder children to go green to save the mm -hmm. planet. You know, we have to find ways. And and at the bottom of it, capitalism just does That's not right. go well with with the love for human beings. That's you got to right. find another way. You know. It can't just be the most profit with the least amount of um, effort. It, that 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 is not a sustainable model to to care for humanity. It's not going to work that way. You Absolutely, know, um, it has to be a situation where, yes, people want to prosper, but we have to weigh out the checks and the balances. It has to be ethical, or you we can't do that. <laughs> you can't prosper at, at the expense of, of 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 everyone else. There has to be checks and balances put in place that make sure that everyone has what they need. And, and the, the thing is, look to indigenous cultures who didn't even use money and everybody had what they needed. Yeah, well, we know everybody we know that it, we know that 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 all is possible. But again, we, we need a movement to 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 bring down the monster this that's killing the world. Um, we're almost out of time. And I want to play a little bit of uh, this this song we're going to hear again. This is a uh, Black History Month, but next month is Women's History Month. We're going to be talking a lot about Harriet Tubman. There's going to be a trip to the Eastern Shore in, in March, which we'll talk about later. But this song and, and the concept of the North Star, and I was so inspired to hear your version. This is a song that, and you won't hear the whole thing right now, but it's a song that perfect for young people to sit and listen to Mumu Fresh's version of this North Star. So let's let's hear a little bit of it, and then we'll come back and see where we are with our donations. Uh oh, we need to start a little bit. Follow the drinking gold. The monkey wrench turns the wagon wheel towards Canada. With help from Jesus the carpenter, follow the bear's trail through the woods. Fill your baskets with enough food and supplies to get you to the crossroads. Once you're at the crossroads, dig a log cabin in the ground. Shoe fly told us to dress up in cotton and satin bow ties. Follow the flying geese and birds in the air. Stay on the drunkard's path. Take the sailboat across the Great Lakes to the North Star above Canada. Son, you gotta know that in this life, people will try to confuse you. You will get lost, and when you lose your way, remember that your ancestors were astronomers. They traveled thousands of miles with only a star 
is their guidance system. So when you lose your way in this world and people try to confuse you about who you are, remember that I said you were a king. And may these words resonate in your heart and in your mind forever. May they be your internal guidance system so that you may always find your way back home to yourself. Okay, that was uh, when we refreshed that beautiful version of the North Star, which goes on for about four more minutes and talks to the young people. And Mikey, do we need to get off? Are we out of time? Um, I don't know. We still probably need about five hundred dollars to go, but uh, I'm I'm so thankful that that Moon Refresh could be with us for the hour. If I had the money, I pay I pay it myself. But uh, folks, you can still help to support this beautiful, beautiful sister who's with us today, who's talking about building a better world. Uh, one broadcast at a time right here on WPFW, 202-588-9739 or 1-800-222-9739. You can make a pledge online uh, or you can use the old-fashioned telephone. Uh, we have some thank you gifts, including the uh, Pacifica Archives uh, gifts. Uh, Damien, you want to say a last? I think we're just about out of time. Is that right, yes. Mikey? I wanted Mumu uh, um, Fresh to please share with the audience how the listeners can follow you and any upcoming events that you have locally in, in the community here okay. that may be coming up. Yeah, you can follow me. Um, my website is mumufresh.com, M-U-M-U-Fresh.com. I'm on Instagram at mumufresh.com. I'm on Facebook at mumufresh.com. Um let me think. I don't think we have anything coming up right now. Um, February 19th, I'll be, I'll be at the Blue Note in uh, in New York. And um, mm. I think maybe March, March 2nd, I'll be locally at the Baltimore Center stage, I believe. But okay. um, I'll have all the information on my website um, as it firms up. Okay. Thank you so much. We're so thankful for you. Thank you, uh, Mikey. Thank you, Mari. Thanks, Damien and Katia and... Um, we're out of time, <laughs> but we're not out of spirit. So keep on pledging. Keep on. Stay tuned. WPFW you can listen to um, Dr. Watkins at two and just keep your dial and your heart and spirit at WPFW. They travel thousands of miles with only a star as their guidance system. So when you lose your way in this world and people try to confuse you about The best in live music entertainment is coming to Bethesda Theater. Celebrate more love at the Quiet Storm Valentine's Celebration featuring live performances of classic love songs on Saturday, February 10th at 8 p.m. Peebo Bryson on January 26th and 27th. Bob Marley, the birthday bash on February 3rd and Quiet Storm Valentine's Celebration on February 10th. More info and tickets at BethesdaTheater.com. WPFW is a proud media partner with Bethesda Theater. On Friday, February 23rd, 8 p.m., Strathmore presents prolific drummer, producer, and composer, Micaiah McRaven. Blending jazz, hip-hop, and electronic elements into a modern, beat-driven sound, his latest album, In These Times, is the triumphant finale of a project more than seven years in the making. Inspired by both broader cultural struggles and his personal experience as a product of a multinational, working-class musician community, McRaven has a unique gift for collapsing space, destroying borders, and blending past, present, and future into post-genre, jazz-rooted, 21st century folk music. Micaiah McRaven, In These Times, One Night Only, Friday, February 23rd. Tickets and details available at strathmore.org. WPFW, Building a Better World, one broadcast.